0: Hey guys, this is Kyle
1: and Lauren with Steadfast Marriage Podcast.
0: Listen, we want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Would you do us a favor and share this podcast on your social platform? Lauren and I want to get this content into as many homes as possible.
1: And our promise to you is that all conversation will be Christ-centered and authentic as we talk all things marriage, parenting, and personal finances. So let's get started.
0: Welcome to episode two of the Steadfast Marriage Podcast. We're just having too much fun over here. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode, taking time out of your day. We are going to continue on the conversation today with marriage and finances. If you missed episode one, I want to highly, highly recommend that you go back and listen to that episode. Lauren and I talked about some challenges that you may be facing in your marriage when it comes to finances and two critical pieces uh, that you could put into place immediately to be able to experience change. So Tonight, we're going to circle back. We're going to put a bow on the financial uh, aspect of your marriage, and we are going to kick Kick right off.
1: And we're going to talk about dreaming. Come on. Uh, We want you to go on a dreaming date. So what that looks like, I don't know. You decide. Maybe you're downstairs having coffee while the kids are in (laughs) bed, or you are able to get out for a night, or maybe you're able to get out for a weekend. Wow. Would that be? (laughs) That is
0: a dream date. (laughs) That is a dream
1: date. Yeah. So we're not having you plan a dream date. We just want you to go on a dreaming date. And what that looks like is talking about your future we um, highly recommend begin your dreaming date with prayer and asking the Lord to just be part of your conversation as you talk about what it looks like when the kids are out of school and out of the house and they're gone. Yeah. Or when you are retired and you are just living life, yeah. what is that going to look like to you? Mm. Uh, so we want to encourage you to do that. We've done it before. Yeah. It was fun, yeah. wasn't yeah. it?
0: Yeah. And I, you know what? I don't think you can do just one. I think it has to be a continual conversation. Uh, The thing I will say is this, it's hard for people to dream. Uh, It's hard for people to dream. It's hard for people in in a lot of cases to just think forward because we're so wrapped up in the day to day, right? I mean, we've got three and a half. (laughs) We saw Eliza kicking out of her stomach today. The kids always (laughs) get a kick out of that, pun intended here, but it's hard to think forward. It's hard to say, you know what, what what do we want? What do we envision a, a retirement to look like? What is a dream retirement? Or mm-hmm. what are some of the, the the ideas that God has birthed on our heart? Listen, Scripture says that many are plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's plan that prevails. Or many are steps in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's plan that prevails. So having a plan is one thing, but having a godly plan is another thing. So having, having that dream day, and to your point, Lauren, Asking the Lord to be a part of it is huge. Yeah. Asking the Lord to be a part of it is, is is that is critical.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a ministry. Maybe there's a ministry that he's placed on your heart and you're just, you're not there yet. You see that it's not the time right now, but you have it long-term and maybe that's where you're going to be doing it is when you're retired or when the kids are grown and you're able to spend some more time on things. Maybe it's uh, mission work in the mission field and you want to be able to just go, but you need to be able to go with the security of your finances and yeah. knowing where to be. So having that dreaming date is what's going to give you your why. Yeah. That's going to keep you consistent in what we talked about last week with your budgeting and with your planning. Now, Kyle, you just recently started Steadfast Financial Coaching yeah. and you have clients that... Yeah. You are encouraging to do the same thing. Yeah. So, what does that look like? Are they dreaming? We, you know, we don't obviously need details; everything's confidential. But are they dreaming about their future? Do they have a plan?
0: Yeah, I would say I would say the idea of a dream date is foreign to most people. Um, there are a number of people that are, uh, I would say, okay at planning for the here and now, and and very few are okay or or sufficiently saving for the future and investing. Uh, statistics show us that 50% of people are not even investing towards their future, towards their retirement, right? So what that means is that you can have a dream, uh, but that dream is not going to become a reality (laughs) until we put steps to make it, until we're actively pursuing that. And part of that is this, it takes self-control, right? You're you're taking something Mm -hmm. from you now to invest in your future so that when you cross over that line and you're on the other side of here and now in your future – You can live the life that you are wanting to live.
1: Right. Well, and like you said, the sacrifice now yeah. that you're going to have to make is worth it when you have that dream in place yeah. when you see the big picture when you see you might not have all of the steps for the big yeah. picture but you know that eventually you want to do this and you are going to be able to plan for it and sacrifice for it a little bit now yeah. not sacrificing to where you're putting your your financial situation in in. An issue right now. You mm-hmm. want to make sure you're doing all the things that you need to be doing, but also preparing yeah. for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. Maybe it's maybe it's you're sitting on the front porch and you are watching your grandkids run in the front yard, or or maybe you're traveling, maybe you're doing ministry work, a uh, missionary work. Uh, man, that would be. Listen, the mic's hot. What's your dream right now? <laughs> you're, you're on. What's your dream? I
1: would love to travel the world. I feel that I have not seen any. Location. I Come just, on. I feel like we have been in our, in our area in for our so long, in our bubble, yeah. and I just want to see different states or even different countries, but I'll be happy with just the states for now. No, number <laughs> one state
0: you wish you could see right now? Oh, I
1: don't know.
0: Oklahoma, oh, come on, Oklahoma. <laughs> we're going to the Midwest All I right. don't know
1: I you know what it is maybe not Oklahoma I don't know where maybe Kansas I don't know yeah, but yeah. I just think I've never been to the Midwest yeah. I have no clue what it looks like maybe Texas that's yeah. the south yeah. but I've never been there I
0: love it I love it <laughs> yeah so the why guys having that time One, again, it it forges communication between you and your spouse. It's a time to get away from the chaos, get away from the stresses of the world. You are breathing life into your marriage in that moment. You're able to to forget temporarily about any stresses, anything that is less than ideal. And you're saying, you know what, Let's, let's talk about what we're working towards. Let's take the blinders off, if you will. There is a future coming, right? It is coming whether we like it or not. So let's put Uh, practical steps in place, you and me, babe, to make sure that when we get on the other side of this, Mm -hmm. we are happy with the life we are living rather than being a burden uh, or or relying on good old Uncle Sam and the government because they're so fantastic at doing what they do with handling finances these days. Right. So, yes.
1: You know, something to, to just tag into that. A lot of times our world right now, especially for us with little ones, I know there's some of you that are going to have teenagers. Some of you already have grown children. um, But if you don't focus on your marriage now, Mm -hmm. and if you don't, take that time to stay in communication. This is one piece of communication that you can literally hold on to and you can keep that dream alive together as your kids are growing and as they're getting to that point. So when the kids are empty nest, you become an empty nest, uh, you're able to be excited for that and not necessarily look at it as a doomsday yeah. or it's going to be emotional i know we haven't gone through that yeah. yet so clearly oh, i know i not put me there yet yeah. i'm not <laughs> ready do you see what i'm saying yeah. you know you you don't want to look at it in a negative way and a lot of marriages i mean we listen we worked in a youth ministry for a long time we watched parents go through that empty nest uh time of their lives and it's very very difficult on yeah. some people but yeah. do you know the reason it's difficult is because they haven't put their marriage first, yeah. or maybe they didn't realize they didn't put the marriage first. And so the kids, you know, the busyness of the kids and listen, it's easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't put their marriage first in order to be able to say, okay, you know, we're going to be, it's going to be us when they're, when they yeah. leave yeah. and we need to keep our foundation yeah. Uh, together.
0: Yeah. And, listen, and there, there is nothing wrong with loving your kids and being there and serving Absolutely. them and doing and, and just spoiling them. Right. I mean, that that's Okay. To an extent, but there's also nothing wrong with letting your kids see that more than anything, more than just under the relationship with with the Lord, right? That's number one, first and foremost. If that if that relationship is out of line, then everything else below that goes goes mm-hmm. haywire, okay? But after your relationship with the Lord, there's nothing wrong with them seeing. You know what? The most important relationship to mom or the most important relationship to dad is. His or her marriage. Yeah, right? absolutely. One day to Lauren's point, those kids are going to be gone and you have to be very intentional. You have to be very intentional because you've got T-ball and baseball or soccer, football, basketball, you name it. All the, the parenthood um, uh, responsibilities, if you will, that if we are not intentional, you'll be like Lauren and I. In the beginning of our marriage, we realized there uh, there was a point it was like two or three months where we hadn't even had a, a date. I mean literally the idea of a dream date was just to go have a date right And that's just that's just normal. We get running on the on the treadmill of life the responsibilities. So making it a priority and you say listen, we're going to schedule put in a schedule if you have to. be that intentional. if you're a person who uses your your i calendar or a paper calendar, Literally put a date night in a calendar because what you're saying is this is this important to you and yeah. I, right? Mm-hmm. You know, We've done that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's necessary. And I think that you'll find once the kids start growing and they're off doing their thing, you don't have to worry about getting to know your spouse again because you already know their heartbeat yeah, yeah. and you already know where they're at, and you also have this little secret dream together yeah. that makes it fun. It makes it, you know, the maybe the the late nights you get to stay up talking about this one dream that you guys have already put into place and the plans that yeah. you have, right? I mean, we've talked a number of times about, okay, what does it look like to travel when the kids are are grown and we're gonna go visit them, and I hope they're in somewhat of a close area so we <laughs> yeah, yeah. we don't have to go too far.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, listen, I hope they're close, and we, I am dreaming. We are ready, but I will tell you, I'm going to be sitting on the couch eating gluten-free Oreos <laughs> and dipping them in milk with tears streaming down my face when my boys are out of my house. So oh it gosh. will be a. Turn. And
1: I know that they're going to move all the way from us because that's what boys do. But <laughs> I, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> we'll right, go visit. We're going to steal
0: boat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are totally off on a tangent, but it's okay. Um. So, anyways, that keeps you with your why. That keeps you know that keeps you focused on what you're dealing with now with your finances, and it keeps you away from um, things that you shouldn't be spending on right now.
0: Yeah, yeah some of the big purchases, right? Right. I, I think I think one of the things that is extremely important is you know, this idea that that stupid lives on every corner in the financial world. Okay, and here's what I mean by that: everywhere you go, you have things that is that are vying for your dollar. You have car dealerships on this corner. You have retail shops on this corner. You've got malls. You've got now with your smartphone, you don't even have to feel your dollar. You don't even have to touch your wallet. You just click a button and it's already taken it out of your account. <laughs> Listen, they have done phenomenal job at marketing how to make it so you don't feel your money and that it just comes in and comes out and there's no emotional attachment. Can I tell you, your dollar should be it should be a spiritual thing. It should be an emotional thing. It should not be just a click where you don't feel it.
1: Or what is the, that new card thing? I had to learn this the other day, but it's a tap. A tap, <laughs>
0: yeah. Like they, they, we, were, <laughs> we were into sporting goods getting uh, Logan some baseball gear, and he's like, oh, just tap your card. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 I feel like we're the Jetsons it, around here. You know? It
1: wasn't working, you know. Like how? How does that even happen? Yeah. You just hold it over the button. I don't even t-
0: know. T- signs of the time, right? Hmm. But this idea of of really praying about big purchases. Lauren, you've got a funny story about us recently. Oh
1: yes. We decided we were going to Rain and Flanagan on one of our date nights. Okay. So we were dreaming, but we were just dreaming about the now <laughs> instead yeah, of the future. Yeah, yeah. But we were, we were looking at couches. So we were sitting on them, just checking them out. We really have this set that I love. What's
0: the word that you say all the time? <laughs> we
1: were browsing. browsing.
0: She for nine years wore me down on this idea of browsing. He
1: likes it now.
0: So. I do. I do. I do. as as we have a coffee i'm good with browsing but when we first got married it was like no it one we can't afford it so to go browse and and realize all the things that we can't buy that sounds like torture to a guy but i realize now browsing was therapeutic it was to get it out and now we realize over time we can really turn it into a date night so anyway back to this joy we're in raymore and flanagan okay
1: so we're in raymore and flanagan and we're feeling on the couches and we're liking what we see we're ready to purchase but we decide to take some time and i think that's the biggest key that we can give to you tonight is Make sure that you are really, really intentional with your big purchases. Yeah. Don't get me started on the little ones, but right now <laughs> we're only going to focus on the big ones yeah. because you can easily walk in there and you can get your financing or if you have the cash, you can absolutely pay cash for them. But is that a purchase that's necessary? And I think that, you know, we have couches. There's nothing wrong with our couches. Yeah. I don't even know why we were looking at yeah. couches, to be honest. It was just fun. maybe maybe was fun the reclining seats and just something different. And, you know, we've been doing some updating at the house. So that was fun. But at the end of the day, we walked out of there and I think it was about an hour later that we both decided, no, we really don't need those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't have a piece, you know, they, <laughs> a sales guy, if he can get you to come to the lot, you know, I you know why sales guys make appointments. And this is uh, from a guy who, uh, I guess my, my, Official title as sales. Sales guys want you to come make an appointment so they can get you in the car or get you on the couch, whatever it is, so you can smell it, touch it, feel it, picture yourself there, because there's a seventy percent more chance uh, of you buying whatever it is once <laughs> you're there. Okay, listen, if you can pay cash for it, there's nothing wrong with uh, mm-hmm. with going and making a decision. But what Lauren's talking about is this: that there is a consequence to every decision you make, and I don't mean that in a negative way, mm-hmm. right? Right. You you if you're going to spend two thousand dollars on couch, that's great. Do it, pay cash. But just realize that maybe that's two thousand dollars that can't go towards kids schooling or uh, a vacation or whatever whatever item is on your priority list.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the prayer that goes into it is yeah. key. Yeah. I think that's something that, you know, we obviously pray even over the little things, but especially when inviting the Lord into the big purchases, it is important. Yeah. You will know that uh, your peace or you, the peace you don't have is coming from Him. Um, you know, if it is a time where you're able to afford it, you can do it. You, you Maybe you are in the need of a new couch. Fine. Go ahead and do it. That's an awesome thing and it's an awesome feeling to walk in and be able to pay cash for it mm-hmm. obviously we recommend cash to pay <laughs> yeah, for those things cash but is king. that's another story for another day <laughs> another lesson to mm-hmm. learn um but you know inviting the lord into those into those purchases is the main focus there
0: yeah we you know we talked about this the the first episode is that It's not the the money that you and I have is not ours. We can't take it with us when we pass away. We are called to be stewards of the resources that God has blessed us with. And when we are faithful, right? To whom much is given, much is required. When we are faithful with what He has blessed us with, He will see that He can trust us with His resources. Okay, so it is. It is not about uh, our money or or me, myself, and I, and just haphazardly going about what we buy. Uh, it is 100% about being a steward of the resources. And a part of that is uh, knowing the expectations mm-hmm. that you and your spouse have. Right. Right. There's-
1: Absolutely. I think that one thing that you need to focus on is communication. Yeah. Like we talked about, you're going to go on your dreaming date. You're yeah. going to start communicating. Well, you also need to communicate about those expectations that you came into your marriage with. Yeah. What did it look like, you know, growing up for you with your finances and your family? Or what does it look like around you right now? You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. And that is one of the biggest lies of the enemy. I think so many of our friends get stuck in looking around at others. And I think that we could say that at some point in our lives, we've looked saying, oh, man, it would be nice to have this or that or you know but we don't you don't get stuck on the fact of having to have what they have
0: yeah yeah, yeah I, I agree that is a huge trap of the enemy i think there's two things that play into that one you've got social media right? Remember this, what you are seeing on social media is somebody's highlight reel. (laughs) They are showing you what they want to show you. You are not seeing reality. You could post picture after picture after picture, and it looked like absolute bliss and paradise. In reality, they could be struggling. The walls could be crumbling down and you would never know it, but that plays into the keeping up with the Joneses. Listen, can I tell you the Joneses are broke, right? Don't keep up with the Joneses. Right? And that's not that's not a specific to a person. So if you're listening <laughs> Sorry to this, if your last, if your name, your is last name is Jones, oh that's not what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> but the, there is nothing in this world material or dollar amount that is gonna fulfill you Mm -hmm. like King Jesus. There is one thing that's gonna fill you up, there's one thing that's gonna satisfy, and that is your relationship with Jesus Christ. But knowing that expectation, to to Lauren's point, you may have come in and and you may come from a very wealthy family, or you come from a family who had uh, less than, or you may, to her point, have a circle of friends right now, and they are just at any any, uh, corner, any turn, they are just buying whatever their heart desires, Forget whether they can afford it or not. But it. it, it listen, if we're just honest, we like nice things. We like to have things. We like to have nice things. And so when you see those people or you see people around you having, it, it pokes you at times, especially if you're in a situation and you say, you know what? I can't afford that, or I shouldn't go buy that because otherwise it's going to go on my credit card, mm-hmm. right? So, having the dream date and knowing, all right, what does my spouse expect? What are my expectations? Um, are we on the same page? Because a lot of the miscommunication comes on any level is unspoken expectations, mm-hmm. okay? If your expectations are unspoken, let me give you a little tip here it will be unmet 100% of the time.
1: Yeah. And I want to go back to something that you said, you know, you said not all the time can they afford it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very, very, very likely that the people you're looking at that have things that you might want or you see, wow, how are they getting that or how are they doing that? It is very likely that they're putting it on credit cards or they're putting themselves into debt and they're just getting them to get them or they're getting them to fulfill a need that maybe is not being met and so it's that chasing after a new thing because it's the next thing to get and the next thing to do there is something real about that hamster wheel of um feeling the need to fulfill that chase so they they're searching for something okay they purchase it and then all right, a day later, they With find something else that they're searching for. And, and and I think we can all say that maybe we've been there at some point. I mean, that's aspirations of life, right? We're yeah. constantly looking for the next thing, striving to do. But we also need to focus on being content. And when you are financially stable, you have a plan, yeah. and you know what you're going to purchase and not going to purchase, you're able to feel content.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, uh, a uh, 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 one point B, I guess, if you will, what an awesome opportunity to evangelize, because listen, when you tell people you are a follower of Jesus, when you tell people that you are a Christ follower, they're watching whether they say it or not. And when, so when they, when they see you and your, your family or your marriage and they see you being content and truly full of joy, uh, and you're yet, you're not rolling around with the the, the greatest and, and latest and greatest of every piece of clothing or material or car or whatever. And, they're, and, and they may be someone who is really struggling with that, with the idea of materialism or, or chasing after that fulfillment from the world. There's a window of opportunity mm-hmm. for a conversation to talk about, Hey, this is the reason for my joy. This right. is the reason for my true contentment. And here's why, and that's Jesus Christ, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that one of the reasons we feel strongly about teaching on finance and putting that into your hands is to be able to empower you to get to the point where you are so comfortable that you are now able to say, this is what we've done. And this is what the Lord has done through us. Yeah. And we are just truly thankful for all that he's provided. We're thankful for what he's given us and we're just going to manage what we've been given. And we're not going to be searching for things that we don't need or things that we, um, couldn't use. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's good. Listen, that wraps up episode two of the steadfast marriage podcast. Get out, get on a dream date with your spouse figure out your why, keep it in front of you at all costs, know your dreams, know your expectations, and we will see you on the next episode. God bless.